Good afternoon, Central Florida. I'm honored to have you join the conversation for today's edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, and we are originating live from the TCC Center for Innovation right here across the street from the state capitol in Tallahassee. Uh, We know that you have questions, and um, I try to bring some conservative answers to you each and every day, something you won't get especially from the sources telling you what's happening here in Florida, but also from the general liberal media. Now, we're simulcasting, as always. I'd like to remind you every now and then, all across uh, West Central Florida, we are on our Salem Network, on our Faith Talk stations, we're on our Answer stations, and on the biz. And we also have a live apps, as I hope that you're recommending to others. If you enjoy the content of our show, hope you're helping me to get the word out and people can listen by the live apps. Uh, they can go to our podcast page and listen live or download the podcast uh, they can listen on iHeartRadio, and of course we have real-time streaming up and uh, uh, running right now on uh, all of our stations. So, hey, if you got a friend, call a friend, text a friend, email a friend, and invite them to join us this afternoon. Well, it's been a busy day here in the state capitol with um, just one of those days. I'm going to probably <clears throat> wait to describe... Uh, a very moving committee meeting until the second hour of our program. And that's because um, we've got a lot of things to cover here in a a general sense, including my guest, uh, Linda Bell, who is the president of Florida Right to Life. She's also on the the board for National Right to Life. Uh, Linda has relocated from the Miami area with her husband here to Tallahassee. And uh, she's going to be with us at the bottom of the hour to talk about uh, some of their priorities here in Tallahassee for the 2018 session. So she'll be coming along in just a moment. For those of you uh, who are listening um, and want to know what the markets are for our biz listeners, kind of a mixed bag this afternoon. Um, The Dow Jones closes. Um, It's been a very volatile session, up, down, left, and right. um, But at the moment, uh, pretty close to the closing numbers are as follows. The Dow Jones Industrials uh, closed up about uh, $41 and change at 26,252. The uh, NASDAQ. was off a little bit this afternoon, closing uh, down 45.23, closing number 7415.06. The S&P 500 also off a dash, uh, down a dollar and 59 cents, closing at 2837.54. And um, some of the headlines this afternoon, we're not going to go into it, but uh, uh, there was some talk today about the budget deficit could jump to. Uh, um, $154 billion if five states um, do an end around on President Trump's tax law. We won't get into that today because I've not been following that close enough to um, be able to comment. But uh, nonetheless, um, what's happening today is uh, continuing to follow what's going to be happening on the budget. And uh, even though we've got some great news, some great earnings were coming in early today from some of the companies, some of the banks. And when the banks are reporting earnings and if they've got money to, money to spend, that usually is a, a good little 
um, starter for the markets. Now, as always, uh, we invite you to join the conversations each and every day that we have here in Tampa. You might want to put this in your speed dial. If you want to call us locally, probably at home uh, or on your smartphone, 813-287-5700. In Sarasota, Bradenton, Manatee County, local number is 941-955-0930. For all others across Florida and the U.S., you can call me toll-free at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I happen to have caught this a little bit earlier, and you have probably been following the trial of um, Dr. Nasser. Dr. Nasser was the official doctor for the United States a gymnastics uh, women's team for years, and um, just absolutely horrible what uh, this man did uh, with uh, the abuse of so many athletes. The number is probably around, what, 150, 160 athletes. Well, the judge in that case today, uh, keep in mind that he has already been found guilty of federal charges, and serving in federal prison for 60 years. This was the state court in Michigan. And um, kind of unusual, just to give you a quick um, wrap-up of what the judge did, there was actually seven women who came forward, seven former members of the U.S. uh, women's gymnastics uh, team, uh, came forward as part of this trial. And uh, he basically pleaded out uh, to that. But uh, in addition to that, um, I think they're, the judge, normally when someone pleads and you're going to do the sentencing phase, um, that, that comes a couple of weeks after the plea. And it's a very short-term um, uh, situation, and the sentence is... Uh, is given and um, and that's it. Well, this sentencing phase, if you weren't paying close attention, it actually lasted seven days. What was unusual is that the judge um, not only allowed the seven women who were part of the suit against uh, Dr. Nasser, but over seven days uh, she allowed. Um, uh, the rest of the women who either didn't want to reveal who they were, didn't want to get involved with a court case, but she let anyone who was a member of the team to come forward and to um, basically face Mr. Nasser, who abused her, who abused them, I should say. So... Today, the uh, the sentence that was handed down, not only is he spending um, 60 years by way of his federal sentence, in the state sentence that is not going to run concurrently, it doesn't begin until his federal sentence is over. Um, the judge basically looked at him today and said, uh, I have just issued your uh, death sentence. Now, what she means by that is it's not a capital case, but uh, depending on how it plays out, she has sentenced Dr. Nasser 
to 40 to 175 years uh, that sentence to be carried out in the Michigan State Prison. And again, not serving concurrently, he has to serve the 60 years first and then the 175 years later. As part of uh, the sentencing today, and again, I was back and forth to the Capitol, and while I was here attending to something, um, I actually picked up the feed from the hearing. And pretty amazing because he basically wrote a letter to the judge, and um, and she would not release the the, uh, the word got out about the letter, and the press wanted her to release it, and uh, she ended up... Uh, stating today that although she was going to read portions of the letter, she would not release it, and she was not going to um, put those girls into a situation, you know, what, 160 of them, to be re-traumatized again. But uh, it was pretty it was pretty eye-opening because she read parts of it. And uh, uh, just to paraphrase uh, some of what she said, um, Dr. Nasser doesn't get it. He he doesn't get what he's done. And talking about those that have come forward to uh to testify against them, he had the he had the gall to assert um the old phrase there's nothing like the scorn of a woman. And I guess the idea was that multiplied by 160. And I'm telling you what, the judge, she let him have it. So um, anyway, and then there was an opportunity. Uh, she said that she's not, the judge is not going to speak to the press about this issue unless there's a victim with the member of the press because she said it's all about the girls that's been victimized. And uh, she would wait until the appeals are exhausted, which would be years down the road. She basically said, I'm not commenting any more than what I commented in court today. And she also arranged that uh, when the hearing was over and Dr. Nasser was let out to begin serving what is the rest of his life in prison, um, the judge made it very clear that she, when she left the court that uh, the families were, and it was a packed courtroom, the families were free to stay, to talk to the press in the courtroom. So very, very high drama day um, there in that sentencing. And so you're probably going to be uh, seeing more about that. It was a high drama day here in Tallahassee as well. What I'm going to be talking about in the second hour, there was a bill today, and it's going to be the, sub, the subject of tomorrow, something to think about. It is, um, if you want to look it up, it's House Bill 1429, House Bill 1429 by Representative Grawl, G-R-A-L-L. That's Erin Erin Grawl. Uh, she's a wonderful freshman uh, Republican. Uh, dismemberment, abortion. Now, I'm not going to say anything more at this point, and uh, I'm going to be very, very careful in the second hour. Um, there are days, I've been here for decades, and I have been in many hearings, and I participate in a lot of hearings, uh, but uh, over the course of the years, you have a few days where the subject matter, the drama, everything else is just over the top. I'm kind of exhausted because uh, we had one of those mornings today here, and it was 8 o'clock in the morning, very, very early with the 
Florida House of Representatives Health Health Quality Subcommittee. And um, I want to tease it just a little bit, and probably tease is not the right word because of the subject matter. But uh, I'll talk about it more during uh, the second hour as we'll uh, be there on our Faith Talk stations and cover it there. Um, want to remind you that I'm uh, going to take a break in just a moment, but um, we want to continue to put it on your radar to come out and be a part of Project Hero, the honor ride, and uh, we're helping to promote that. Uh, our team will be out there at Tropicana Field on Saturday, February the 17th, 8 o'clock start, and it's an honor ride to help raise funds for vital programs that support America's healing heroes. And it's uh, cycling therapy. And so you can come out and ride all sorts of cycling levels. And uh, you can be a part of this. And your registration includes breakfast and lunch, a great opportunity to bring the kids out. Go to projecthero.org. That's projecthero.org for you to be a part of that very, very wonderful opportunity. Well, going to take a time out. We're live at the State Capitol in Tallahassee on a very, very busy day. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The president recently made an historic appearance by satellite transmission to the March for Life, becoming the first president of the United States to do so. President Trump, just a matter of years ago, had described himself as very pro-choice, but now he can only be described in terms of his actions and statements as very pro-life. I cannot dream of understanding exactly how the president came from a pro-choice position to a pro-life position, but I do know this. He put himself very much on the line in that webcast for the March for Life. He has also put himself and his administration on the line for the pro-life position in numerous executive orders and in developments even just the day before. Whatever happened in the thinking and in the heart and policies of Donald Trump over the last several years is exactly what needs to happen amongst millions and millions of our fellow Americans. That's what we strive for. That's what we hope for. That's what we pray for. And that's what we work for. I'm Albert Moeller. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Sabino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states.
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley live in Tallahassee this afternoon. And, uh, hey, I want to remind you that uh, you've got an excellent opportunity still to put your name in the hat for our giveaway. We have five different Regnery Publishing books to give away. And uh, this month, it is the Bully of Asia, Why China's Dream is the New Threat to a World Order, written by Stephen Mosher. And uh, who's, the real bully? who's the real bully in the area? Is it North Korea or is it China? Think about that. Now, you can go right now to put your name in a hat to win one of five copies. We have the five copies in-house. In fact, I have a copy because uh, Mike's going to remind me when we're going to be having our uh, so this Friday, we're going to have a chance to talk with uh, Stephen Mosher, who is the author of um, uh, Bully of Asia. Go right now if you'd like to put your name in a hat to win at am860theanswer.com, am860theanswer.com, or am930theanswer.com. When you get there, just look. You'll see the contest tab there in the menu bar. Click on that and register. And guess what? You can go back day after day after day to... Keep registering. All right. I uh, wanted to comment uh, on this. Um, most of you probably, uh, unfortunately, remember it was not just a few weeks ago that uh, we were dealing with the Seminole Heights murders. And then we were shocked to uh, at least initially find out about um, the son of uh, a very well-respected family here in the Tampa Bay area uh, is allegedly responsible for those murders. And um, our Hillsborough State Attorney, Andrew Warren, uh, has been dealing with uh, the process, uh, even though some of you probably, when I mention what that process is, that I wanted to uh, address this afternoon, and that is whether the state attorney would be seeking uh, the death penalty. Probably, unless you are uh, philosophically opposed to the death penalty in general, if uh, we were to uh, excuse you from the following statement because you just have, uh, and I understand you have uh, philosophical reasons not to support the death penalty, Probably everyone else, uh, other than uh, the group that uh, has a, a general position that we should not be killing people, probably most everybody else, uh, from what even we know, and we don't know everything that the uh, state attorney knows, that, uh, that certainly what the Tampa Police Department knows, even what some of the fam- victims of the families probably know that have been told in confidence by the police chief, the mayor, and others. Some of you have probably, from uh, your armchair quarterbacking, probably made the decision on day one, yes, this is a capital murder case. This is a a case that should be prosecuted with an eye on execution um, at Florida's uh, prison at uh, Rayford, which would be years down the road, of course. Well, that decision has been made, and... um, I think it's the right decision. I, for one, uh, support the death penalty. I think the uh, death death penalty uh, is and can be a deterrent. And uh, in a case like this, and I'm not going to um, relive today the uh, the four individual stories of the people who were so innocently uh, gunned down. 
for no reason at all. Um, certainly, um, I support the state attorney's decision. In fact, I would tell you that if he, Andrew Warren, had not come to that determination, and there's a whole process, there's there's a whole um, um, a voluminous list of um, of uh, things that need to fall on the line, but I think most of us probably made that judgment call pretty early. If he had not uh, gone for the death penalty, um, that would probably have been some uh, real uh, pushback from members here in in our community. And, of course, we have uh, uh, the state attorney, Ms. Ayala, just down the road in Orlando, uh, who've had uh, most of her cases yanked by the governor because she is, uh, which is, uh, I just can't understand why you would, why you would run to be state attorney, why you would take an oath to uphold to uphold the Constitution, but yet then get in office and say, "Hey, I personally uh, am opposed to the death penalty, so I'm not going to seek the death penalty." Well, the case that started that discussion was uh, um, a member of law enforcement uh, who was gunned down. Uh, the the female officer over there, and she wasn't going to seek the death penalty, and uh, it didn't take Governor Scott but, uh, you know, a nanosecond to say that's not happening, and he pulled that case, and he's pulled a number of others. In fact, he wrote her a letter, what, today or yesterday on another case uh, asking her if uh, her intentions are to go and seek the death penalty or not. So um, we still have a lot to learn about the Tampa case. Uh, I have, um, you know, I, I, I must complain with you, uh, often I am aware of, especially on the local scene, Tallahassee and in Tampa, um, a lot of times I'm aware of, um, things that, um, I'm not at liberty to share on the air. Uh, and so in this instance, let me just say that, um, when we are going to finally hear what happened to this young man, what's the disconnect? You know that um, the parents, uh, who are very loving parents, there's there's been a, a, a side serious issue that they have not wanted to cooperate with law enforcement, um, primarily because they don't want to do anything that's going to help the state make the case that this young man should go to the electric chair, uh, excuse me, to uh, lethal injection. And um, because of, um, you know, if you're a mom or a dad, you know, I, I guess you can come to different conclusions. Uh, you know, you can do whatever is necessary to protect your son or, uh, by not cooperating with law enforcement, uh, or uh, you take the other r- route. I don't think our state attorney is going to, um, and they have not been cooperating, at least they hadn't up to a few weeks ago. I don't think our state attorney is going to take very serious punitive action against them. But uh, even without their support, um, we learned uh, yesterday that, uh, in fact, he is going to seek the death penalty. So, um, remember these names, not as uh, my policy continues that uh, once we have uh, a killer like this, I, um, I do not refer to the killer's name after day one, sometimes day two. But the names I want you to remember are those that he gunned down. 
Remember the families of Benjamin Mitchell, Monica Hoffa, Anthony Naboa, and Ronald Felton. All four were shot to death in cold blood. Let's check in with SRN News, get the latest headlines when I come back. Linda Bell, Florida Right to Life. We'll find out about a couple, three or four of the bills they're interested in. More about the right to life in Florida with the Bill Bunkley Show. Live from Tallahassee, don't go away. I'll be right back. As he heads off to the economic summit, President Trump is cheering the positive response from corporate America when it comes to the Republican tax cuts. He says more companies now investing even more in America. For the first time, researchers say they've used the cloning method that became famous when they produced Dolly the sheep to create healthy monkeys. That brings science an important step closer to being able to use that technology for primates. Dolly's birth back in 1996 got scientists rolling. Since then, they've cloned nearly two dozen kinds of mammals including dogs, cats, pigs, and cows, but never with any kind of primates. Up to 175 years in prison, that was a ruling today by a judge in a Lansing, Michigan courtroom for Dr. Larry Nasser for sexually abusing young athletes under his care over the years. On Wall Street at the close, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up by 41 points. The Nasdaq down by 45. This is SRN News. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. It starts with an E, but only has a single letter in it. An envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill. And boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, copyright, protect, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen, and it all starts with one. One call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. 
EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. God will take the Jewish people from the nations and gather them into their own land, sprinkle clean water on them, give them a new heart, a new spirit, and they will live in the land that God has given to our forefathers. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here coming to you live again today as we have our comprehensive coverage of the 2018 legislative session here in Tallahassee, Florida. And kind of chilly this afternoon. It's about 50 to 54, and it's got that moist feeling like the air is coming off the Gulf of Mexico. But a very busy day here at the Capitol. Hey, I want to remind you that uh, I've got that New York shopping spree that I want you to register for. It's our nationwide contest. Now, it's going to be ending on February the 12th, but uh, how would you like an all-expense-paid three-day, two-night trip to the Big Apple? And I'm talking about round-trip air transportation. I'm talking about accommodations there on the great island of Manhattan. Spending money, the total package comes in about $4,000. That's right. You can get up there and uh, hit some of the... The places you can get some of the fashions that are coming out here in the spring. Now, um, we're also going to let you kind of see a Broadway show. Going to let you kind of roam around Times Square and even get you out of the Statue of Liberty. And shop, shop, shop all the way through New York City stores. Now, you can't win if you don't register. So, go right now. You can either go to letstalkfaith.com if you're listening on our Faith Talk channels this afternoon. Enter the contest tab, or you can go to AM860 The Answer for those of you listening to the Bill Bunkley Show there, or AM930 The Answer for those who are listening there, and those listening on 13athebiz.com. We've got you covered all over West Central Florida. Go and uh, register for the contest and uh, love to see if maybe someone right here in the Bay Area can uh, win that contest. Well, The Florida Right to Life is one of the organizations that has been on the front lines fighting for life right here in the state of Florida. It is a nonprofit, nonpartisan, grassroots public service organization, and they're dedicated to protecting as well as fostering the most basic value of society, that being life itself. And they do that through education and legislation. And they believe that life begins as at conception, just uh, as your host does, and you hear that quite often. Uh, and it also ends at, same terms you hear me use, natural death. And that's getting to be more of an important uh, 
concern and issue as uh, baby boomers are coming up to that very special time in their life. And by the way, all points in between they believe should be defended as well as educated and nurtured. Well, no stranger not only to uh, those uh, of the Florida Right to Life here in Florida, but also National Right to Life as she's key to uh, uh, that central leadership and board. I'm talking about Linda Bell, who's the president of Florida Right to Life, and um, she's here in Tallahassee, even though she's participating by phone this afternoon. And Miss Linda, it's been good to see you here in the state capitol, and uh, just glad to have you on the show today. Well, thank you, Bill. And let me tell you, every time I see your face in the Capitol, it just puts a smile on my face. It's kind of like old home week seeing you again. <laughs> it's been a lot of years, I tell you what. Uh, you know, you're absolutely right because uh, we've been through some awards up here through the past, and but uh, certainly glad to see you up here as well. Um, let's jump into this. Um, we've got uh, a lot of things happening in Tallahassee, but uh, there's been a couple of areas that um, you have been focusing in on, and I'm going to let you sort of explain uh, the couple of issues today because they hear me all the time. <laughs> one is an issue called uh, Pulse, and yeah. I'll let you explain what that means, and another one has to do with uh, hospice and palliative care, but let's go ahead and set that to the side. If someone was here in Tallahassee and said, hey, wh- where are you at on that Pulse legislation? Somebody might say, what in the world are you talking about? Tell us uh, what this is all about. Yeah, POLST is P-O-L-S-T, and it stands for Physicians' Orders for Life-Sustaining Treatment. And actually, we believe it should be called POLIT, Physicians' Orders for Life-Ending Treatment. And, you know, just like Obamacare was called the Affordable Care Act, and we learned it was anything but affordable, we feel this is the exact same way with POLST. It, it basically, it, it, it's basically, it's a total misnomer. When you look at who, first of all, is behind POLST, it is organizations like the Hemlock Society. Uh, and it's being driven nationally by the Oregon Health and Science University Center for Ethics in Healthcare, which is basically, if you say Oregon, many people will recognize that this was the first state in the nation to legalize assisted suicide. So when I take a look at who's behind behind the legislation, it kind of tells me a lot about that legislation. So POLST, or a POLST form, a red form that would be held by a doctor, would overturn the existing law, and instead of having the patient in the front line to procure their self-determination, it would put the physician in, front, in the front lines. And this had to deal, would have to deal with the patient's end-of-life care decisions. So basically, a doctor could come into a patient's room with a checkbox a form, a POLST form, and present questions about, you know, what extent of care would this particular patient like to have? What would they desire? The interview can be skewed by a doctor's tone of voice, by facial expressions, by different body language. And then on the other hand, Florida has a long-time tradition and policy in law of favoring advanced directives, which is your living will, which the patient says when they're in a nice, calm setting, this is what I would like to have. I want food. I want water. I want antibiotics. That's the basics of life. You can say I want a DNR. You can say anything you want, but it's your choice. It's your self-determination. So if POLST is passed, it will take the place of or it becomes first in line, basically. And we just believe at Florida Right to Life that this could open the door to so many abuses, especially with the push from insurance companies to save money. And when I spoke 
spoke to this in committee, which passed only two voted no. And you have what's what? Let me divert for one minute. What's scary and concerning to us about this this legislation is that it's being sponsored by otherwise pro-life legislators who are pro-life on abortion. So then, when they go to their committees, their respective committees. The committee chair and the people on the committee say, well, this guy's pro-life, so he wouldn't be bringing or she wouldn't be bringing something to me that's not pro-life because they're pro-life on abortion. While I believe they're being duped or deceived by the pro-euthanasia community, which they would never say it's pro-euthanasia, but it is, and when you look who's behind it, into supporting this type of end-of-life treatment or should we say non-treatment. And the, the scary thing about Pulsed is um, any doctor who happens to examine that particular patient, whether they've previously known that patient before, whether it's a brand new patient or the uh, you know the attending physician, um, they may or they can complete the pulse form on their behalf. There's no need for that you know relationship that a doctor patient already has, and there's no requirement that they've ever even met with that patient before. And so we just believe that there's great this this is great room for cause, and 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 we really believe that Floridians should be very very concerned. They should be calling their members of the Florida House as well as the Senate, and uh, it's uh, being sponsored by by uh, Senator Brandes. That's B R A N D E S, and the Senate bill is four seven four, and the House bill is one three three nine, and it's being sponsored by Pigman. And um, as I said before, these guys are very pro life when it comes to abortion, and we're very pleased with them. But we are scoring these votes. Um, these votes in committee as well as when it, if if we hope they don't get to the floor, but if that happens, we're scoring them as anti-life votes. Mm. Linda Bell is my guest right now, and if you buy your home or office computer, go right now to frtl.org. That's frtl.org. That is the official website for the Florida Right to Life, and of course, uh, Linda Bell long time i mean years and years and years uh, have been involved with his advocacy and she's right now president of right to life yeah and very key to the national movement now let me ask you uh, uh, just a general question some of these legislators on this but and we're not going to get in the weeds because we need a sure. two-hour show for folks that sure. are dealing with this but let's just say that uh there have been some, um, whether you agree with there are some safeguards or not, that there are some safeguards that have been part of this debate. Now, I want to back up from that. Sure. Knowing that we have a large uh, population of baby boomers and the years that you and I have been in the trenches on the, uh, on the beginning of life and the abortion, we look forward to having the same amount of efforts going into the end-of-life euthanasia. Would, would it or would it not be fair to say that part of Florida Right to Life, with, with this is your specialty, that even though there are some things in the bill that could be debated whether helpful or not, I, I get the sense that it's the big picture of what we know is going to come down the pike, and that is there is going to be great pressure from insurance companies, Medicare, Medicaid, uh, it's clear that when you have insurance, the big high cost of insurance is usually the last uh, six months to a year and a half of your life. That's where the big bucks are spent. And mm-hmm. these companies are looking to mitigate that. Is this part of your, your, your continued um, uh, advocacy to say, you know what, 
all these things that may be, be put in place and they can be amended later. Is this part of a concern on your part of just a little bit of that camel's nose getting under the tent and we got to be on guard for the big picture? Well, first, let me thank you for that statement, because with that statement, you nailed it. You, you really encapsulated exactly what the concern is. And it is absolutely the camel's nose in the tent. And where would we be if we said, well, you know, um, it, back in the, in the early, early, late 60s and early 70s, well, this abortion debate really isn't that bad. We'll put in these safeguards and we'll make sure of this and this. We'd say that's ludicrous. That's absolutely ludicrous. So let's go back on now on the end of life when, when someone's either disabled or quite elderly. Why would you even want to take that chance if you're a pro-life organization or a pro-family organization? Why would you want to err on the side of death? Why would you not want to err on the side of life? And why don't you trust that patient for their own self-determination? And the irony is, when I was there in committee, the people backing polls said this is about self-determination, and I, I just wanted my head to spin because I thought I thought that's what a living will was about, is self-determination. This actually takes the self-determination away because it puts the doctor in first place and not the patient. All right. Now let's do this. Uh, Linda, can you can you hold with us for a few minutes after the break? Sure. Absolutely. All right, uh, we got a break coming up, a hard break that um, when you're on multiple stations, you don't have any options. So uh, we're talking with Linda Bell, uh, and she is the president of Florida Right to Life. That website is uh, frtl.org. That's frtl.org. And we are talking about uh, PULST, and that is spelled, uh, the acronym is P-O-L-S-T. That's basically uh, legislation that has been uh, filed here the last two or three years and is currently being considered. And, uh, of course, uh, very, very much uh, on the radar is um, how, to, how to deal with the end-of-life issues. And, of course, we won't talk about today. We've talked about so many times when I tell you to make sure. I think I said that yesterday the day before. Make sure now. Get your will done. Make sure... You get with uh, pro-life advocates to help you with your advanced directive or who you're going to name as your surrogate to make those decisions for you. I can tell you, as I've told you before many years ago, my experiences, uh, you know, being a go-between between, between uh, you know, Governor Jeb Bush and Johnny Bird and the Terry Schiavo family, you don't want to be in that position. Now, when we come back, Interesting, another phase of this is hospice care and palliative care. Yesterday we did a little education about what palliative care was all about. Well, I can tell you that uh, combining those two is something that Florida Right to Life uh, has additional concerns about. We'll cover those with Linda Bill in a moment. Don't touch that dial. More of Bill Bunkley from Tallahassee. Hi, this is Philip DeCourcy of Know the Truth, and I recently sat down to record a special interview just for you. I'm introducing our exciting new series in the book of Jonah and sharing our newest ministry effort to reach more people with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Join me to learn how you can help men and women in your city to know the truth. Be listening right here on Faith Talk, 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM. Here's some great news. If you miss the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or more importantly, if you signed up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. 
MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program that's been around for 25 years, and they have hundreds of thousands of members all across the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $1 billion of each other's medical bills. Best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money. Think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have a lot to offer? Well, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Do you have eyesight? It's a gift. Do you have a good mind? It's a gift. Hello, this is Chuck Swindoll. Do you have dexterity in your fingers or special skills that allow you to work in your occupation? Do you have leadership abilities that cause others to follow? Have you gotten a good education? Do you have the ability to sell? These are all gifts from God's hand. Reflect on his numerous gifts to you. Do that today. I promise it will increase your joy. In fact, it'll make you smile. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. If I ask you to define Christianity using just four words, which four would you choose? I can't think of any four words that do a better job of describing Christianity than the four suggested by Samuel Wilberforce, a 19th century British Anglican bishop. He said, four words describe Christianity. Admit, submit, commit, and transmit. Here's my understanding of Wilberforce's four words. We admit Christ as the Son of God. We submit to His leadership. We commit to following Him with our whole life, and we transmit His teachings to others. Those four words pretty well cover what it means to be a Christian. Wouldn't you agree? This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's purpose for Christianity on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. Saturday mornings at 1030, join us for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. The truth that the idea of God being our creator is not just credible, it's not just plausible, it is actually now becoming undeniable. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley. Let's get right back into it because uh, time is fleeting. Never enough time. We're here in Tallahassee this afternoon and want to welcome you back to our program. We are talking with Linda Bell, the president of Florida Right to Life. Uh, That website is uh, frtl.org, frtl.org. I want to remind you that uh, during the second hour, I'll be uh, talking about uh, just uh, uh, one of the most moving days for me 
Uh, House Bill 1429 was up uh, in this area of, of life, and it is um, the title of the bill is Dismemberment Abortion by Representative Grail. And so I'll be talking about that in a moment. Now, let's get back to the end of life uh, issues that we're talking about today. Of course, Florida Right to Life has been on the front lines on the uh, the, 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 the beginning of life with uh, uh, babies in the womb. Uh, and, but now uh, we know have known for years we're focusing toward the uh, to end of life. So um, we yesterday, you know, that we talked about uh, hospice care. I explained what that was in a general sense. Then I explained what palliative care is. And uh, though they're somewhat uh, similar, but definitely, you know, hospice, six months to a year, make you comfortable. You're, you're not going to you get out of the bed, generally speaking, that kind of a deal compared to maybe an extended illness, ALCS, uh, two or three years. And that's what palliative does to help your quality of life. Now, there uh, apparently we heard in testimony, uh, Linda Bell, that uh, effectively, Organizations that have a, a hospice business have also formed separate businesses for palliative care, and they kind of meld those together. I think the statistic was one-third to one-half. It's already happening in Florida. You and Florida Right to Life have some, some serious concerns about, I'd say, about that, but also mixing the two. Tell us about that. Yes, we have some very serious concerns because as Florida law, as Florida law and, and whether it's happening now or not never makes it right. It's like saying, well, drug use is happening right now, so that's perfectly okay. Whether something is going on right now, hospice palliative care services are intended for the terminally ill. Now, palliative care is, is intended for anybody that's experiencing any type of pain or any type of discomfort. That is for anybody, but the hospice palliative care is different, and it is the prognosis of a year or less of life expectancy, basically people who are in their final days of their life. This bill opens the door of hospice, not just to the terminally ill, but for a whole new category of people who are simply defined as seriously ill. Now, seriously ill is my sister Karen. Seriously ill is friends of mine. Seriously ill are many, many people. And so we are very, very concerned, again, about this door being opened wide open. And so people need not be dying at all. And, you know, as I was listening to those that talked, they said, oh, there's a shortage of pain management clinics. Excuse me? If there is a gap, that gap needs to be filled within the physician who is the tending physician of that particular patient. My and um, it, it is for that type of care. So palliative care is happening every day when you have um, cancer, when you have those kinds of treatments, when, you have, uh, when you're a diabetic, when you're on um, dialysis, on and on and on. There is care that goes on. Now, to extend hospice to non-terminally ill pe- people, I don't care what you say. I don't care how you convince me. This is going to open the door. And it's going to open a door that many are going to wish was not opened. We're very uncomfortable at Florida Right to Life. And, Bill, let me share something really quickly with you. I was just returned from the National Right to Life board meeting, and it was brought up by um, the person who's in charge of uh, the laws that are passing in all the different states, and she monitors them. And and we also help write pro-life legislation for the states. And it was brought up that there were 34 different pieces of um, of end-of-life euthanasia uh, legislation that were brought up and so far defeated in all 
of the states that it was brought up. I want Florida to be in that group. I want to go back and say Florida was able to defeat two very dangerous pieces of legislation. And hospice does very well with the terminally ill. And I don't want it, I don't want Florida Rights Left to be painted in a light that we're anti-hospice. We are not anti-hospice. We want hospice to continue doing what they do for the terminally ill. And for, for it to be said that, that uh, doctors and facilities aren't doing a good job with palliative care is just not the case. My sister has a serious case of fibromyalgia and the accompanying um, encephalopathy. And she, her pain is managed by her physician and a team of physicians, and they monitor her, and she's getting excellent care in, in Broward County. She doesn't need hospice. So I, I just don't understand the need for this, and I feel, once again, I, and I feel like the, the, the push behind this is always, to me, has got to be money. Right. And let, let me hop I in just, here real quick. We've got about a minute left. I just, let, me, let me just kind of wrap this and, and, and say this. Just like our last discussion, uh, I would say Florida right to life in a philosophical approach, um, I think what, what, what the big picture is you'd like hospice to be doing hospice work, you'd like palliative folks to do palliative work, and, and kind of have a wall between the two and have them more of a separate entity structure in Florida than combined with Epifair? That's fair. That's fair. And we want, we want protections of all. We want protections of the disabled, of the seriously yes. ill, the terminally ill, and we don't think that opening hospice for just ill people is, is well advised. We think it's very foolish. All right. Uh, Linda Bell, I got to go. Linda Bell, Thank President, you. Linda Bell, President, Florida Right to Life. To follow up, go to frtl.org, frtl.org. If we have uh, caused more questions and answers, hey, go to the website, drop her a line, and she'll be glad to get with you. Linda Bell, I got to go. Hey, sister, good seeing you. Look forward to seeing you good seeing uh, next you week. Good seeing you, too. Take you. Bye-bye. All right. All right, more of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment on our Faith Talk stations. Uh, until we get on the other side, good being with you today, and look forward to seeing you tomorrow if you have to leave us at this time. What if obeying God is not just dreary duty, but pure joy? Your what if can become reality. Get a free copy of Brian Chappell's new book, Unlimited Grace, by logging onto our station website and using the keyword grace. This is actually fun to do, to talk about where we find grace in seemingly unlikely places. You'll also be entered to win a 10-day biblical tour of Israel for two from Unlimited Grace. To get your free book, go to letstalkfaith.com. Enter the keyword grace. When was the last time the owners of a heating and AC company took time to share money-saving tips on your AC system? Learn how to save on costly repairs and maintenance during Keeping It Cool with Lance the Air Guy and the owners of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool every Saturday morning at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. 
Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. A judge has sentenced the former Olympic team doctor whom a Michigan prosecutor described as possibly the most prolific serial child abuser in history. Larry Nasser, the former Michigan sports doctor who admitted molesting some of the nation's top gymnasts for years under the guise of medical treatments, has been sentenced to 40 to 175 years in prison. Judge Rosemary Aquilina. You do not deserve to walk outside of a prison ever again. The sentence came after seven days of victim statements. Scores of Larry Nasser's victims confronted him face-to-face in a Michigan courtroom. Facing you made me sick to my stomach, and you sat there with absolutely no remorse. That's gymnast Kaylee Lorenz. This is the second long-term prison sentence for Nasser, who was sentenced to 60 years in federal prison for child pornography crimes. I'm Jennifer King. The Senate Majority Leader opened today's session of the U.S. Senate by paying tribute to the victims of yesterday's high school shooting in Benton, Kentucky. Kentucky Republican Senator Mitch McConnell says the shootings shocked the community. Schools should be a haven where students, faculty, and staff can learn and work without fear of violence. The violence at Marshall County High School killed two 15-year-old students and injured nearly 20 others. Elaine and I send our thoughts to the victims, their families, and friends and the entire Marshall County High School community. And Senator McConnell says that community continues to pull together during this difficult time. An entire nation stands in solidarity at their side. A 15-year-old is in police custody in connection with the shootings. Linda Kenyon, Capitol Hill. Toys R Us, a nostalgic favorite, even as many shoppers move to Amazon and huge chains like Walmart, plans to close up to 182 stores, or about 20% of its U.S. locations. The company that once dominated toy sales in the U.S. has been operating under bankruptcy protection since last fall when it filed for Chapter 11 under the weight of $5 billion in debt. On Wall Street, the up by 41 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-721-4880. That's 800-721-4880. 800-721-4880 or go to selectquote.com since 1985 we shop you save get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials or price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available in all states the company that makes tide laundry detergent says it's doing what it can to stop the tide pod challenge that has teens eating detergent in social media posts More from correspondent Jackie Quinn. Procter & Gamble's CEO says they've reached out to social media companies asking that they remove the videos of mostly teens biting into detergent pods, a fad that's led to 39 cases being reported this month alone to poison control centers. They're also running counter social media posts. No, 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 no. That's the NFL's Rob Gronkowski on YouTube. What the heck is going on, people? Use Tide Pods for washing. Not eating. Experts say eating detergent pods can lead to seizures, respiratory arrest, even death. Procter & Gamble CEO says parents need to tell their kids that their health is worth more than getting likes on the Internet. I'm Jackie Quinn. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
Comcast NBC is airing both the Super Bowl and the Olympics in February. It's a double whammy sports extravaganza that the company expects will yield $1.4 billion in ad sales. And that would help justify the huge price tag it's paying for both events. NBC is banking on these sports events since traditional TV ratings have slumped in recent years. Live sports are marquee TV events that draw most of the largest TV audiences, but even those ratings have declined. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting more Americans are dumping their cable packages. Starbucks is giving its U.S. workers pay raises and stock grants this year, citing recent changes to the tax law. All employees will soon be able to earn paid sick time off, and the company's parental leave benefits will include all non-birth parents. Starbucks Corp. said Wednesday that the changes affect about 150,000 full-time, part-time, hourly, and salaried employees. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Well, welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. If you have been uh, with us uh, for the first hour of today's programming, coming to you live from the TCC Center for Innovation, uh, just across the street from uh, the state capitol here in Tallahassee. Uh, If you're joining us uh, for the first time, might be just getting off work right now, hey, welcome to you as well. Well, it's uh, been a very busy day. We just had a chance to... um, have a, a debrief from Florida Right to Life uh, on uh, some bills that they have some concerns with. Uh, Linda Bill was my guest. I want to remind you that uh, each and every day uh, we archive the Bill Bunkley Show on our podcast page. And so uh, any day that you want to either um, pick up our show if you missed it or when you when you sign up for our email alerts at letstalkfaith.com and click at the top for uh, uh, the email alerts uh, will give you a quick little email every morning if we know who our guests are going to be. Uh, sometimes those guests, uh, Michael Miracle, is putting those together on the fly because we keep our show very fresh and uh, very uh, uh, contemporary with the issues. But nonetheless, um, you can either download it later or listen to it if you're driving around or listen to it online, and uh, we always uh, want you to be part of our program. And um, this is an opportunity, though, we were – Pretty, pretty packed with facts. We answer a lot of questions here, and we keep it uh, not only in a Florida focus for the first hour, and then we have a little more of an emphasis since uh, we're with our Faith Talk family of listeners uh, for the second hour, and uh, we deal a little bit more deeply with uh, the Christian worldview um, aspect, to, which I think is the, the number one aspect about our lives, those of us that know the Lord. Well, um, 
Today, uh, I'm going to talk about, uh, and I'm going to talk very generally. And you're going to have to read between the lines a lot because um, uh, th this was this was one of the most difficult days uh, of uh, over two decades of being in Tallahassee. Is tomorrow you're going to hear on something to think about. Most of the time when I'm here and I'm an advocate, of course I'm president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Uh, 23 years, 22, 23 years of being here in Tallahassee. And uh, always want to remind you that uh, the issues that we talk about, uh, if you want to get a little bit more in depth, you can go to our website at floridareligiousliberty.com. That's floridareligiousliberty.com. And there you can sign up for our email updates uh, to really get you even deeper honed in on the issues. And we also, uh, once you do that, we'll get our weekly updates. Uh, week two went out uh, first of the week, and it's always more comprehensive than the show. But um, as I'm going to be commenting tomorrow, uh, a lot of what happens here is fairly routine. If you come up to visit during session, you know, for a lot of committee meetings, it's uh, going through the motions, and um, you just have to be patient. And then there are those days where uh, it, it could be a controversial bill. It could be something that happens in committee that comes out of nowhere. And so you have one of those memorable days. Well, I'm going to be talking today about uh, a very memorable moment that happened this moment, this morning. Um, it, it had to do, if you want to jot it down, it had to do with House Bill 1429 by Representative uh, Grawl. Um, a very, very sensitive subject, a very uh, difficult subject, uh, and I'm only going to be talking about it in general terms, and uh, especially for our mature audiences, uh, I'm going to have you go to, um, let's say, the Florida House, myfloridahouse.com. You can click in uh, House Bill 1429. You can get specifics. I'll talk about that in general in just a moment because... Um, Boy, it was very impactful to everyone in the room, whether they were uh, abortion supporters or pro-life supporters like your host. Um, I'm going to just share a little bit, uh, enough to where you'll, you'll get the gist, but certainly sensitive to uh, not only uh, so many of, um, uh, of our ladies who uh, I'm always uh, focused in on those who have been impacted by abortion one way or another, and then, of course, we have our youngsters out there. But I'll share a little bit about that, and you'll, you'll, you'll understand where I'm coming from without getting too specific. Also on today's program, um, guess what? You might have heard about those Bible studies that have been happening at the White House. Well, looks like that we got a group that uh, is uh, all about making sure that they don't have Bible studies at the White House. And uh, Ben Carson's in the middle of it, Dr. Carson. We'll talk about that on today's edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Also, the state of Alabama. I'm here in Florida. The state of Alabama is considering doing away with uh, uh, getting rid of marriage licenses. Let me repeat. <laughs> Alabama and their legislature, they're, they're considering just doing away with marriage licenses. Well, why is that? Has that got your attention? Well, that uh, that'll be something we'll talk about today, and hopefully, since uh, 
Uh, tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, we'll have our website rolled out. I'm all excited about our pilgrimage, the Bill Bunkley pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan that will be departing on uh, May 31st, a Thursday, for a full 10 days. Uh, and, yes, uh, we're, this is probably going to be the last time, but uh, we worked real hard. And, yes, uh, we brought this all-inclusive trip jam-packed full. I can't wait for you to be able to go to the website and see all of what we're doing. Um, brought it in under $4,000. And this is uh, going to be the last time I'm sure we're going to be able to do that on an annual trip. But uh, $3,965. per person, double occupancy, everything. Round trip, airfare, United Airlines, Tampa to Newark, Newark to Tel Aviv, and same thing, round trip. Four- and five-star hotels, air-conditioned, modern motor coaches with Wi-Fi, all three meals a day, including a magnificent lunch, uh, all the entry fees to all the places we're going into, $3,965. And I want to tell you that I anticipate, uh, especially since this is the 70th year, uh, the Jubilee that's going to be happening in Israel, 70 years since the, the last president, uh, stood with Israel in a very big way, and of course that was Harry Truman, and I'm talking about 1948, when the United States, along with the support, when the United Nations, along with uh, the support of Harry Truman, recognized the state of Israel. And um, you're going to have an opportunity to go with Mrs. Bunkley and I and Zach and be part of our pilgrimage and be part of history to be in Israel. And um, Israel is going to have tourists like you wouldn't believe this year. And so we invite you to take this pilgrimage of a lifetime. <coughs> and once you see the itinerary and what we're doing, it's great. But that was all a lead-in to say <clears throat> the last remaining fragments of the Dead Sea Scrolls have been deciphered. And we have that information today on the Bill Bunkley Show. And remember that I'm going to take you to see... Not only Qumran, and that's the caves. You'll stand right there if you if you Google the picture of the Dead Sea Scroll caves right now at Qumran. You can get your own picture of the same ones you see online right now. We're gonna visit the ruins, uh, the archaeological dig there of the Essenes. They were the scribes that wrote the Dead Sea Scrolls. Then back in Jerusalem, we will take you to the Shrine of the Book. And we're going to walk in, and uh, we're going to see these Dead Sea Scrolls. They're, they're climate-controlled behind pieces of glass uh, with descriptions at the bottom. You're going to see the Dead Sea Scrolls with us if you go on our pilgrimage. But on today's program, I'm excited because the last remaining ones to be deciphered, and they were just little pieces, just little bitty pieces of the parchment. They got them. They got them. Uh, they got them deciphered, and so uh, we'll bring that to you. Phone lines are open eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. I'm Bill Bunkley, coming to you live from the state capitol in Tallahassee. To God be the glory for great things He has done. We always dedicate everything to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And Lord, I just thank you for watching over us. And uh, Father, you lead out in this program as uh, we just have a wonderful day in you. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. Be right back live from Tallahassee.
Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Sabino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323 or go to selectquote.com since 1985 we shop you save get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials or price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available in all states business owners do you want to know the secret to finding new customers and growing your business how would you like to energize your sales If you're a business owner and your customers and prospects are other businesses, then Hoover's has a special free offer just for you. Hoover's makes it easier to get you targeted prospects that can help grow your sales fast. Hoover's has key contact information on over 85 million businesses. Need direct dial phone numbers? You'll have them. Want direct email addresses of decision makers? They're in there. Want to create targeted B2B prospect lists on the fly and all online? It's all right here. Stop searching for leads and start getting them for you and your salespeople today. We're talking fully customized leads, defined by you, accessible online today. To get a free trial now, just call 800-226-0017. Try Hoover's out for free. Call 800-226-0017. 800-226-0017. 800-226-0017. Hoover's, we make it easier. Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. There are many in the church and the body of Christ today that have no patience for rebuke from its leader. But there was an expectation that the church member would come under the leadership and authority of those that were given that responsibility in the church. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. We were made to be courageous. We were made to lead the way. We could be the generation that finally breaks the chains. We were made to be courageous. We were made to be courageous. 
Wow, that is a God thing right there. Uh, as we're focusing on being courageous, uh, 20 minutes past the hour, that's because when you hear tomorrow something to think about, I'm going to be talking about uh, a freshman, a uh, member of the Florida House, um, a young lawyer, but uh, someone who I call very courageous, and that is uh, Representative Erin Grawl. And um, she is extremely committed to uh, the right to life. She's uh, one of uh, many of us here in Tallahassee that believe that life begins at conception. And uh, I have had uh, probably every, well, I can tell you, every pro-life bill for the last two decades I have been involved with, as well as other areas from legislation on foster care, adoption, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, of course, a lot of you know of my involvement uh, with um, the family of Terry Schiavo and um, kind of being the intermediary about um, what we did with, um, you know, the governor's office, the Speaker of the House, the Florida Senate, and Terry's law. Um, and so, um, you know, a lot of times committee meetings are pretty routine. And then sometimes I can just tell you some of the days um, that have been part of my experience up here. You just don't forget them. And I just had one of those days today. Now, I'm going to be just kind of general, but I just want to share this with you that um, we had a committee meeting today. It was in the Florida House, third floor, room 304, for those of you who may by chance know the committee rooms. It was the Florida House of Representatives Health Quality Subcommittee. And uh, there was a one, two, three, four, five. There were six bills that were heard today, but there was no doubt that the the most controversial, the most gripping bill was House Bill 1429 by Representative Erin Grawl. And I will just tell you what it says on the system. It says dismemberment abortion. It's as far as I'm going to go, but kind of set this up for you. So here's the scene. You have uh, Planned Parenthood. You have uh, the National Organization of Women. You have various organizations. Uh, They are certainly on one side of the uh, general abortion debate. And then you have those of us, Florida Catholic Conference, uh, Florida Ethics, Religious Liberty, Florida Family Policy Council, uh, Florida Right to Life. Just just the whole whole gamut of just who the two teams are. And then this morning, um, because we are adjacent to Florida State, probably about 30 young ladies, young women came over who are students at Florida State. And uh, I probably don't have to tell you that um, all of, and by the way, they were they were pretty much helping to pack the room out, but... Um, they were certainly opposed to this bill. Now, keep in mind that uh, this particular bill really didn't have, has nothing to do with the abortion question of choice. When uh, pregnancies are terminated, there are different procedures depending on the time of the gestation, the time of the abortion, and this was 
concerning uh, a particular procedure uh, in the late stages of an abortion. And um, just to tell you that um, our position, the decision by a woman at this point has already been made. I mean, a decision has been made that they're, she's going to terminate her pregnancy. So it, it wasn't an issue of, of a choice issue. It was, so which route does a doctor take to uh, complete the wishes of, um, of the woman who's pregnant? And um, we are just committed to the fact that science really tells us a lot these days. You've probably seen billboards up and down the highway, the interstates. They'll remind you how soon after conception, a matter of weeks, that there's a heartbeat. And, uh, you know, quite frankly now with the 4 or 5, maybe 10D, you know, the sonograms that we have today, um, we now know the science and our, our brilliant, uh, our, our brave, I should say, uh, individuals in the front lines with our crisis pregnancy centers that uh, uh, when there is um, uh, an unwanted pregnancy or there's a, a situation and, and if uh, a woman wants to have better understanding about how far along she's it, she is, she can get an ultrasound done. So, um, and um, I'll just make a quick statement about uh, when an unborn baby can... Um, that what we believe the science now points to where they can feel pain. So all I'm going to say is is that um, today um, was one of those days when you hear testimony from both sides. But what was really, and even now I'm just uh, emotionally, I'm still spent from this morning. Representative Grawl shared... testimony from a former abortion doctor who testified before a congressional hearing that actually described uh, in, in, in extreme detail what is encompassed by the particular uh, procedure we were talking about. So just to leave it there, um, and it was probably five or ten minutes, and um, I was so emotionally taken back. And I only share that to, to say in Tallahassee, because you may, you know, interesting. But when I came on the air, I still had not seen, I had not, I I was combing. I didn't see, I'm sure there's going to be some articles written, but usually within an hour or two of a controversial bill, there's already an article that's been written. When I came on the show at 4 from 8, and we were done at like 9.30, 9.45 this morning, 10 o'clock, I hadn't seen a single article written. And, And part of that is, is because I don't care what side of the issue was, as as this testimony unfolded, I mean, you could hear a pin drop, and it um, to either say compelling, depending on depending on your position, either compelling or certainly extremely uncomfortable. 
but highly, highly, highly emotional, regardless of where you're at on this issue. And, um, you know, here in Tallahassee, here in the legislature, and, of course, these are not easy bills. And uh, it's kind of like death. Most people want to avoid even talking about death, thinking about death, until you're at death's door or you've been able to avoid it for 60, 70, 80 years, and now you know you're at your end stage, and now you start thinking about it. Well, you get into, you get into abortion or euthanasia. I mean, those are things nobody wants to talk about. And remember, for years in the abortion area, uh, so many women today who are, are now um, so, so much uh, further into their maturing process than back in the 50s and 60s, what they were told is not what we know the science uh, bears out today. But your legislature, you know, if you're going to make a decision on what is public policy, You'll have some that will say, I can't believe that they read that doctor's testimony in that committee today. Well, I would challenge them by saying, well, how else can the legislators make a good decision? How else do we just tell half-truth? Do we just kind of not go there? Do we just kind of... Uh, ask our legislators to vote off their impressions, or, or, or do we have to, you know, certainly not a conversation for our children, not a conversa- conversation for a lot of adults, not a conversation for a lot of our ladies that uh, have uh, already been through a very sensitive, emotional time. But, you know, in that committee room, and for those lawmakers who have to look at a compelling issue, that's how that's how we get the facts out, and and I talk about it being the unvarnished facts. So I got to tell you, man, today, whew, today was one for the record books, and I will probably never forget this day, and never forget this morning. But nonetheless, um, Jesus tells us that um, you and I, as Christ followers, um. We need to know the truth. And we're also assured and told in Scripture that the truth will set us free. And so uh, sometimes I've been in committee meetings here to where it's they've been bizarre. They've been issues that are tough to, to go through. Sometimes we have to see, you know, presentations, photographs, et cetera, et cetera, of not just this, but all sorts of things. So just know that um, today was one of those days, and if you'd like to put her on your prayer list, uh, and she is a house sponsor, um, Aaron, E-R-I-N, Aaron Grawl, G-R-A-L-L. And I was trying to remember, what did I do? Put it back up already. Maybe I don't have it. Um, here you go. If you'd, uh, just to tell you a little bit more, for those of you who are prayer partners, um, Aaron, Aaron Grawl, she's an attorney, 
and she's from Vero Beach, Florida, over on the other coast, on the east coast. Uh, she's an attorney. Her husband's name is uh, Michael, and uh, she's in her first term. And, uh, again, if you would pray for her and her husband, a very courageous young lady. And um, I'll leave you with this before we take a break. Um, I'll never mention names, but... Um, you know, there's a lot of individuals, both male and female, who will campaign and get elected to the Florida legislature, and they will um, they will talk a lot about um, how they're pro-life or how they're, you know, pro-adoption or whatnot. Uh, and then sometimes, um, you know, their activities behind the scenes are a little less a little less supportive than what you may gather back home. So. When, when, especially when we have a, a, a new younger member who's so dedicated to pro-life, it's special. Now, the other person I want to tell you before we take a break, uh, I was so proud of, um, and I'm going to call him how I know him. I, I know him as Jamie Grant. Uh, he is Representative James Grant. And uh, if, you, if you know his dad, and I know they, we hate to do this, but if you know his dad, former State Senator John Grant, um, uh, and both, and both his brother, Johnny and himself, Jamie, but, 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 but they're the, the both accomplished lawyers like their dad. But I mean, Jamie is, is, uh, John's son in terms of the legislative piece, sharp as attack. And, uh, today, uh, if you want to listen to testimony, you can go to the Florida house website and, uh, you can listen in, but, uh, only because he mentioned this in committee, he's the committee chairman. He runs this meeting in this particular quality health quality meeting. But um, his mom was uh, told to abort him and to abort his brother. And uh, Senator Grant and Beverly Grant did not do that. And uh, there's a great uh, pro-life story there and uh, faith in God and very committed to Jesus Christ, and uh, and so Jamie, uh, just before Aaron Grawls close, the member who the member who sponsors a bill gets the final say. Jamie took the next to the last uh, platform, and um, I just want to tell you that I was, uh, you know, of course, uh, we watched Miss Bunk and I watched him grow up from a tadpole practically, um, and. Um, I don't know that, uh, I, you know, I don't know that you could be more articulate to defending life in the womb and to understand how precious that is from the moment of conception. And so very remarkable time, very remarkable uh, committee. Um, and again, uh, not going into details, it'd be so inappropriate to do so. And uh, But just, just pray for... Uh, Aaron Grawl. Hey, pray for us as well, because you have one of these days, and that's only one committee stop, and that's going to go to another committee, and we're trying to get a physician to be here in Tallahassee to uh, do more than just read a statement of another physician. So keep that bill in mind, uh, House Bill 1429. I don't have the Senate companion right to here in front of me, but um, we always cover your prayers. You can follow more by going to the website. Uh, the Florida Religious Liberty Commission. That's FloridaReligiousLiberty.com, FloridaReligiousLiberty.com. 
All right, when I come back, how about not having any of these pesky little Bible studies in the White House? Are you kidding me? How can you do such an unconstitutional thing? Well, that topic is up next. Plus, what in the world is up with Alabama possibly getting rid of marriage licenses? Have those two stories next to Bill Bunkley's show, Live from Tallahassee. Don't go away. I'll be right back. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The United States says four American citizens were killed and two others were wounded in the Taliban attack over the weekend on the Intercontinental Hotel in Kabul, Afghanistan. State Department spokeswoman Heather Nauert says the U.S. condemns the attack and offers condolences to the family and friends of those killed. She says the State Department won't comment further out of respect for the relatives of those who died. The department had previously confirmed that multiple Americans were killed and injured, but it declined to give an exact figure until family members could be properly notified. Twenty-two people, including 14 foreigners, were killed in the 13-hour siege of the hotel in the Afghan capital. On Wall Street, a mixed day, as the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up by 41 points, to close at 26,252. The Nasdaq, however, was down by 45, the S&P lower by 2. More details at srnnews.com. What if obeying God is not just dreary duty, but pure joy? Your what if can become reality. Get a free copy of Brian Chappell's new book, Unlimited Grace, by logging onto our station website and using the keyword grace. This is actually fun to do, to talk about where we find grace in seemingly unlikely places. You'll also be entered to win a 10-day biblical tour of Israel for two from Unlimited Grace. To get your free book, go to letstalkfaith.com. Enter the keyword grace. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky and you may even have type 2 diabetes a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month call term provider speak with big lou at 800-444-2013 big lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes are overweight or have high blood pressure term provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance to buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you all you need to do is call big lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press and there's no question, you are a published author. 
If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Saturday afternoons at 4.30, join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He says, if you really want to run hard after me, lay everything on your altar and put your Isaac on the altar and back away and say, God, this is your deal. This is for your praise and your glory, man. I'm all about you. I'm in. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. What starts with an E, but only has a single letter in it? An envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill, and boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. Hey, we're going to start a fire right now. Bill Bunkley here live in the state capital of Tallahassee. And uh, we're going to move on and talk about prayer in just a moment and uh, how important prayer is. But, hey, I want to remind you that Ladies Night Out is coming up. And uh, what a success that was last year. Ladies, mark your calendar for Thursday, March the 22nd from from 5 o'clock in the afternoon, 9 o'clock at night. We're going to be gathering again at Bell Shoals Baptist Church for Ladies' Night Out. And we're going to have a lot of fun again because Leslie Norris Townsend is going to be with us. And she is just an absolutely talented Christian comedian. She's going to have you just ripping with laughter about some of those everyday things. She's going to be there. We're going to have our expo. And, uh, you know, you got all those booths that you're going to be able to visit for Ladies' Night Out. Got a little shopping action, got a little giveaways, and, boy, the dessert bar that's put together by the staff there, the culinary staff of Bell Shoals Baptist Church, and then we got some light hors d'oeuvres. And that's only the, that's only the warm-up. Then we go in for the show. We go in for the comedy. Now, tickets went early last year, and we sold out. You don't want to wait on this one. Hey, get your Bible Fellowship, your Women's Bible Fellowship group, and gather up the ladies. Come on out Thursday, March the 22nd, and to get your tickets or find out more information, go right now to letstalkfaith.com forward slash ladies night out. That's letstalkfaith.com slash ladies night out to get your tickets and to find out more information. And if you allow me very quickly, Calibrate's uh, coming up in just a few days at South Tampa Fellowship, the Ballast Point Campus. That's the all-day breakout session about worship team um, event, the worship team event here. going to be January 29th, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and it's for our worship leaders to kind of kind of just uh, get some ideas about taking that to the next level. 
Matt Maurer is going to be here, Meredith Andrews, Josh Wilson, Corey Asbury, and Caleb Miller. Find out more about getting your tickets and your spot. Go right now to CalibrateWorship.com. That's CalibrateWorship.com forward slash Tampa. All right. Well, you know, we had some cabinet members who were sold out for Christ. Uh, ben Carson and some of his fellow cabinet members of uh, President Donald Trump, they've been having some Bible studies there at the White House. And um, wouldn't you know it, they're under attack. That's right. We've got uh, that, that, that atheist group is at it again, and they like to pick out their targets. I bet you could even tell me which group it is. That's right. The Freedom From Religion Foundation. Now, they've got some other ones here. The Freedom From Religion Foundation, along with Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. Well, both of them have filed suit against the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. Of course, that's uh, led by our own very popular Secretary Ben Carson, Dr. Ben Carson. Uh, CBN News is reporting that uh, the group has issued a uh, file request, FOLA request, Freedom of Information Act request, to agencies led by cabinet secretaries who attend the Bible study, they want to know, high drama here about these Bible studies, they want to know if government resources are being used. Oh, my. Was a piece of paper taken out of the copy machine at the Department of HUD so Ben Carson could jot down some scripture verses in this Bible study? Let's get the detectives out. So they want to find out if any resources have been used. They want to know who's attending the Bible study. Are the staffers, is the is the chief of staff for Ben Carson, does this person go to the Bible studies? And have they been coerced? Are they being forced to go, or do they think their job's on the line if they don't go? Oh. Got to find that out, right? Got to find out. Well, they've already told them that uh, as far as paid government workers are concerned, paid government staff members are concerned, I'm sorry, they're not allowed to attend the Bible studies. It is for the cabinet secretaries only. God forbid... God forbid that someone is going to learn a principle out of Scripture from from the God who created us to make us more successful in Him, which is more successful in life. God forbid somebody sort of catch that or somebody's using a piece of copy paper from the government. Now, you know, and I've reported that a number of these cabinet secretaries have been meeting weekly. It is led by Capital Ministries founder Ralph Drawlinger, and he has been personally attacked. In fact, I want you to put him on your personal prayer list for protection, edge of protection, and God to lift him up again. That is Capital Ministries. The founder is Ralph Drawlinger, D-R-O-L-L-I-N-G-E-R. Please pray for him. He's been attacked for leading this Bible study 
even though he's been leading Bible studies for members of the U.S. House of Representatives and your United States Senate for years. Now, the Freedom From Religion Foundation, they claim all they're trying to do is get to the bottom of these, are you ready? These secretive Bible studies. Did you hear that, Mike? Secretive. What's going on in these secretive Bible studies? We want to know. The American people have a right to know. And they want a copy of every piece of correspondence between Ben Carson and Drollinger, by other secretaries in Drollinger. <laughs> you know what, uh, I'm going to call him Pastor. You know what Pastor Drollinger said? He responded on Facebook. You ready for this? This is a quote. Rather than sue... The FFRF, that's the, you know, the Freedom From Religion Foundation. The FFRF can simply go to www.capmin.org. You can do the same. That's capmin.org, capmin.org. They can simply go to that website and check out copies of the Bible studies I write and teach the cabinet, the Senate, and the house, what I teach the members every week, there's nothing secretive about this. And all of the related Bible studies, this is not going to make the liberals happy, but all of the related Bible study expenses are paid by Capital Ministries, which is a 501c3 organization. Now, I just want to let you know, the cabinet secretaries who attend the weekly Bible studies, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, CIA Director Mike Pompeo, Education Secretary Betsy DeVos, HUD Secretary Ben Carson, and Energy Secretary Rick Perry. <laughs> Praise the Lord for those men and women. Um, let them do what they want to do. What a waste of time. But... It motivates their base. Hey, last but not least, before we sign off for today, I'm here at State Capitol in Tallahassee, but guess what's happening over in Alabama? According to CBN News as well, um, Alabama legislators are considering putting a bill forward to completely eliminate marriage licenses. Now, why would they do that? Republican State Senator Greg Albritton, according to CBN News, is the bill sponsor over there in, in Alabama. And uh, it is in direct response to the United States Supreme Court decision in, 19, in 2015 to legalize homosexual marriage, gay marriage, Oberfell versus Hodges. He said, and I quote, no one particularly likes changing our law. I'll tell you that, the legislator said. But however, under the circumstances, it's the best thing we can do. Now, why are they doing this? Because the bill would ultimately allow Alabama judges to avoid the gay marriage debate. All Britain introduced the measure several times after the U.S. Supreme Court ruled uh, in the um, 
Oberfell Hodges case back in 2015. Now remember, after the ruling, at the time, uh, Judge Roy Moore was the Chief Justice on the Alabama Supreme Court, and that's the time when he told the probate judges to use their power to deny the same-sex couple's marriage certificates, and of course that led to his suspension, he being Judge Roy Moore. Now, Albright, the legislator, says, uh, well, we could not have changed this had it not been for the Oberfeld decision. But without the change, the law remains in conflict with the gay rights law, so we've got to make some changes to the law to come into compliance. So here's, the, here's how they're going to do it. The bill does not stop Alabama from recognizing marriages. It just takes the judges off the hook from being required to issue a license. If this bill passed, what they're going to do is they're going to change it to where couples would no longer apply for a marriage license. Instead, they would fill out a simple form that would be given to the probate judge, and this marriage form, the participants would swear that they are of legal age, that they are entering the marriage willingly, they're not already married, and that they're not related. Then the probate judge would just kind of file it, just like a form, record it as the official marriage document. By the way, the Alabama Senate already approved it last week, and now it's heading to the House and uh, could be up for a vote pretty soon. So Alabama... And their judges, their legal system, they're trying to get out of marriage licenses altogether. And, you know, I've mentioned here that uh, in Florida, uh, some are already doing this, that um, more and more pastors, more and more churches, they are instructing uh, people getting married to uh, get a notary, that, 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 that pastors, churches will do the Christian marriage ceremony. But a pastor is not going to sign the legal marriage certificate. There are, I think the the new normal will be, depending on what the Supreme Court does in the future, that you'll go to a notary public or somebody, and that way pastors who have a conscientious objection to same-sex marriage uh, will not be doing anything where they have to comply with that. So uh, interesting things going on, again, in a related matter to what we deal with here with the laws here in the state capitol. Coming up tomorrow, Jeff Brandis is going to be along, and he is uh, our state senator from uh, Pinellas County. Going to be telling us a little bit more about uh, what his overall priorities are for the legislative session. Plus, we have more committee meetings tomorrow. And, uh, again, remind you that if you'd like to uh, follow us more closely, you can follow me at Twitter at Bill Bunkley, Twitter at Bill Bunkley. Or send me a friend request at Facebook, at Bill Bunkley. And I post throughout the day. Uh, If you've been following me this week, you know what committee meetings I'm in. You know what uh, your legislators are dealing with. And uh, for those of you who want to pray about the future for your kids, your grandkids, that's part of what this process is all about, you'll know how to pray. And, of course, you can go to FloridaReligiousLiberty.com, FloridaReligiousLiberty.com, and sign up for our... um, 
email updates, and uh, we'll keep you up to date. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for praying for us. To God be the glory, great things he has done. Just pray that we would be faithful here to carry out his Christian worldview of the issues before the Florida legislature. And wish you a wonderful evening. And uh, coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, is going to be sharing today's living truth. This I Know, Part 1, from 1 John. Till tomorrow at 4, God bless and good night.